Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So just a heads up, I really wanted to record this in our bedroom today. I'm in a little bit of a nest, it's raining, um, but honey's here, snoring in the background. And often that happens and I try to like cover it up or fix it somehow, but today I'm just going to call it out and let it happen. Honey may be snoring in the background. There may be other noises. And it feels good to normalize that for others and for myself um, that it's okay to do really good work that you love, even if it's not totally perfect. So I really love this. Being in my room, laying on my side, being super comfortable right now, and getting to share with you this topic that... I hope will be really helpful um, and yeah, it comes under our healing part of the functional spirituality method and has a bit of heaviness to it, has some layers to it and um, so it's something that has been or was really hard for me at the beginning of the week this week. So really triggered me, really drained me of energy and I had another podcast scheduled to record, but I thought I would speak to this, which is something that's really relevant and has been really alive and meaningful for me this week. And it's this experience of being trapped in a toxic relationship. And what I want to do today is to reframe what it means to experience being trapped in a toxic relationship. So right away, I'll give a disclaimer that, and I'm going to give this disclaimer many times, and it's what this episode is about, that I am not in a toxic relationship, and I also don't believe that my partner is toxic. And this is what I want to talk about, is that we can feel a lot of pain We can feel trapped. We can feel some of the darkest emotions and wounds and suffering in our relationships, whether they are intimate relationships with like our significant other or whether they are work relationships, friend relationships, or just relationships with anyone. It can be really bring out the darkest parts of our experience And then we might label those experiences or those people as toxic. And what I want to do today is to unpack that label. So I don't think it's beneficial to label, just to label something as toxic. I think it's important to be able to understand why and how something feels toxic. So, you know, I know even if my partner is to listen to this, which he probably will, sometimes he does, you know, people and other people, they might take this on face value that I'm saying that I was innocent, I'm innocent, other people are toxic, and that's what the toxic relationship means. And, you know, people take (laughs) just the names of, of the podcast on face value and assume something and have entire opinions and stories about what I mean and what the, you know, facts are of of things just from the title of a podcast. So even in this podcast where I'll be explaining things, like hopefully I'll be able to share what I'm really trying to get across. And one thing I'm trying to get across is that when something hurts, 
When something hurts us, there's a part of our brain that blames. And we live in a culture where we believe that part. And, you know, a lot of spiritual teachers are talking about the mind. You know, they demonize the mind, like the mind's not true. Get away from the mind. If only you could turn your mind off, then you'd be happy. And it's not the mind. It's that, you know, our brain produces different parts of our mind. And one part of our mind, one function of our brain, it's to find something to blame. Another part is always looking for solutions. And we need to develop an inner culture and, you know, a new culture where we don't automatically believe the part that blames and that we follow the other mental activity that is sometimes more helpful, which is to be objective and to look at and analyze the situation. So not to jump to assumptions and conclusions about, you know, this whatever your brain throws up as the cause, the blame, not to just believe that and to also think that and unconsciously assume, it's all unconscious, we assume that blaming is the solution. But actually the solution in a lot of cases is to analyze what the dynamic is. So for me, my definition and what I want to share today is that to me, a toxic relationship, it's a dynamic so there's no cause, and or there is a cause, but there's no one to blame. A toxic relationship is a dynamic, a dynamic that brings out unhealthy and unchosen pieces and patterns of ourself. So, you know, there are relationships that bring out the best in us, and there are relationships that bring out the worst in us. And, you know, it's like, you could be with the most amazing, beautiful person, but the dynamic, the way that we relate to each other is somehow bringing out unhealthy and unchosen pieces and patterns. So I know we might want to be able to label someone as toxic, as if they are always negative or, you know, someone that we find is very often negative or rude or aggressive, and then we could just label that person as toxic. But they're just expressing those unhealthy, unchosen pieces that we all have more readily. But everyone is able to be soothed if they receive what they need. Everyone has those better, more healthy pieces that could be expressed. So it's not, you know, people aren't toxic, but the way that we relate to each other can be toxic. And to me, a toxic dynamic is when you aren't receiving what you need. And, you know, if we have, we, we all have very deep, old needs that have been so underfulfilled that it's actually turned into a wound. So a wound meaning something that hurts. And if we're engaged in a dynamic where this is so unconscious, that's why it's not really seen for what it is. But if we're in a relationship or in a dynamic where we're not getting our need met, and one of our wounds is being aggravated, and it's painful, then that relationship is toxic. You know, by a definition where it's toxic, because it's perpetuating unharmonious 
unhealthy, painful experiences for us that are not either keeping us neutral or moving us forward to more harmony, healing, presence, love, all of the whatever individual aspirations we have. So if it's something that's holding, it's taking us in the opposite direction to what we most want to cultivate. And it's creating more dysfunction than harmony or even neutrality, then it would be toxic. So the relationship isn't serving our best interests or our values or our health and our harmony, even on a just a purely biological objective level. It's not serving us to be harmonious. So how do you know that you're in a toxic relationship? So you know, whatever reasons, we'll often think about the story. You know, it's all of these reasons. You did this, I wanted that. But that's not what we're looking at to define what makes it toxic. That's just part of the story. And the story can change depending on, you know, the the depth of our thinking and the different relationships. Maybe the stories are quite similar and then you're kind of getting to something a little bit deeper, the, the wounds, the actual wound that you might have that keeps getting triggered. But even then, it can still be like a surface story. So the deeper reasons of what define a relationship as toxic, think about these. So the first one for me is that you hate being in it. <laughs> you hate being sometimes, not all the time, right? But sometimes you just hate being in that relationship and you hate that dynamic it you you wish you weren't in it so bad and also you feel trapped somehow like you can't get out of it so there's a sense of powerlessness and you also feel deep wounds are being aggravated and it feels painful and also a feeling of hopelessness so the most painful human emotion that we can experience where there's a shutting down of our system so much in words you know as adults we could say something like it's a feeling of losing the will to be engaged with our life so feeling hopeless feeling depressed having our hope and our engagement for life being depressed so if you're feeling you know those things those things are all pretty toxic so if your relation in your relationship it's surfacing and causing these kinds of emotions then you could probably say that the relationship is toxic to some degree and again just going back to the culture around this word of toxic relationships so right away it's like oh well this person must be terrible and oh my god i need to get out of it actually we don't need to jump to any of those conclusions the point of this episode and then the point of healing or the ingredients to healing is the first ingredient to healing is objectivity and psychoeducation to see what is happening to see it from a new light not to see it from the perspective of the wounded, regressed pieces or the child parts of us. That's the first step is to look at it from a different perspective right away that brings objectivity, hopefulness, clarity, empowerment. When we can see our triggers in a way that brings more power and hopefulness and, and clarity. So another reason that all of these are signifiers of a toxic relationship is that 
it means that this relationship is triggering the deepest root causes of our trauma or the deepest traumas that we have as humans and you know exemplifies or reminds us of the most traumatic experiences we've ever had which would be at our most vulnerable times in our developmental years when we were periods when we felt most vulnerable most helpless most the most pain, the most hopelessness, the most shutting down and depressing of ourselves and the lack of feeling like there's any hope or any power or, you know, any hope that any, that things would change, um, not knowing how to change, not having the strength or the knowledge or the empowerment to change it, to feel trapped. And a lot of those wounds and fragments, those pieces inside of us, of course, they're still there. And then some dynamics, some relationships trigger that. So they're triggering the deepest wounds that we have, the different flavors of how we have these wounded pieces inside and these fragments that have not yet been integrated. And if a certain relationship is triggering that, and it's triggering it repeatedly, and we're not able to get on top of it, then it becomes toxic because it's just reminding us and reinvigorating that experience. It's reinvigorating that wound and that issue that we have inside. And we're not able to get on top of it either personally with ourselves or in the dynamic. We're not able to manifest the change that we need. We're not able to manifest the, the safety, the healing, whatever, just the space where that wound isn't being triggered, that wound from the past, this ex same experience from the past is getting triggered, then it's toxic because it's not just even, it's, you know, a lot of relationships can just be neutral. You know, it doesn't really trigger anything in you, but this is actually bringing up pain from the past and making it hurt us now. So it's not just reminding us of the past, it's actually using the pain from the past to hurt us now. So remember, it's the dynamic, it's not the person, it's how we are showing up in the relationship that is hurting us. It's us, it's our pieces that are showing up and present in the relationship. And then the dynamic of how we relate to each other that continues to trigger it. Yeah, so I mean, a little bit more about for me, my experience of this was just this week, just feeling the pain of being in toxic relationships. You know, so many of my relationships have had all of these qualities that I hated being in it um, at periods. I felt trapped. I wasn't able to leave or fix things, felt hopeless, powerless, had deep, deep wounds that felt so painful, and I felt depressed. And, you know, I'm in this very connected and internal and focused place at the moment in my life where I'm really connecting into the pain that I have felt and different things can trigger and remind me of the pain that's still living in my body. And that was what came up for me this week was feeling the pain of being in a toxic relationship and then feeling the particular wounds 
of mine that, you know, were perpetuated and aggravated, you know, that define that relationship as toxic. So feeling into those wounds that I have and just kind of processing them. And they are so heavy that it can bring a lot of sadness and a lot of exhaustion but there's always going to be tools to work through this. So what do we do? <laughs> the first thing is to not l just label the relationship or the wounds or the person as toxic, but try to understand what is creating this pain for me. And like I said, this comes under the healing part of the functional spirituality method. So it's this whole part of our spiritual practice that has to do with healing and resolving these unprocessed conditions inside. And the first ingredient to healing, according to functional spirituality, is psychoeducation. So gaining an understanding of why certain things hurt. How do we lose our freedom to choose our thoughts and behaviors? What decreases the capacity of our nervous system to, let, to relate? So that psychoeducation piece Something that brings objectivity and a framework for healing is always going to be the first step. So, you know, listening to episodes like this and, you know, repeating it and using it as a way of understanding yourself. I think on our free resources page, there's a whole category that's all about relationships. So understanding more about relating and about healing. And that's so often missing, right? Is like, really clear, grounded framework for why, again, our nervous system's capacity to relate has been decreased, how we've lost our freedom and why certain things hurt. We, that's so important and so often missing. And then, of course, different tools so, and studies like learning about communication and boundaries, studying the dynamic, and then studying ourselves in order to break free from these patterns, to get on top of these patterns, where blaming is kind of like staying on the same level of the patterns. And yeah, I think I have just like come to a halt, like I don't have anything further to say on this. Feels relevant to just kind of take a big breath and yeah, to feel the the trust and the hope that all of this is manageable. We can get on top of it. We can absolutely move into an upward spiral of healing instead of that downward spiral of less and less capacity, more and more stress. So I hope this episode has supported you to feel a bit more hopeful. I mean, that's the main point of the episodes on functional spirituality that are about deconditioning and healing. It's to bring that framework and to bring more hopefulness that there is definitely a path forward out of those toxic relationships. And my process this week was processing some of the lingering pain from being in toxic relationship, but it prompted me to um, share this kind of reframing that I think is really necessary. So yeah, let, let us know what your thoughts are on the podcast. As always, we love hearing your feedback in our group. And thanks again for listening. If you haven't noticed, we're doing just one podcast a week. So um, one week is a meditation and then the next one is a, a talk. So if you've enjoyed this, definitely share the link with a friend or screenshot it and share it on socials. All of that is super, super helpful for us to support us in this offering. So I will speak to you again in two weeks.
Thank you for tuning in to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe by pressing the plus button on iTunes or the following button on Spotify. This is going to ensure that this resource is available and top of mind when you most need it. So please subscribe now.